Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 18 of the Connie Myers Author Podcast. Today is March 10th, 2019, and I am your host, Connie Myers. In this episode, I talk about how to get an author's book in your local library so that you can enjoy it for free while still supporting the author. Stay tuned. All right. So before I go any further, I just want <laughs> yes, I went to another server, DigitalOcean. But anyway, what I wanted to point out is I'm using a different URL. I have ConnieMyers.com set up to forward to FNFPub.com. I have Feather and Fermion Publishing set up to forward to FNFPub.com. But in case they don't forward like they're supposed to, um, I know Edge Forward is perfectly fine, but Firefox and Chrome do not. And I've cleared the cache, the browser cache, and I don't know. So if you can't find me, if it's shown and it's not available, just type in f and fpub.com. All right, so let's move along here. All right, we all have a local library, and the library is free. You can get a library card for free. I mean, well, taxes kind of pay for it, but essentially the library is free. You can get physical books, ebooks, audiobooks, videos, whatever from your local library. So what if you're on a budget? And I use the library, I do. Um, and you, you, you know, you use the library and you can't afford to constantly be buying books, but yet you still want to support the author. What do you do? You can recommend to your librarian um, that you are interested in this author and you would like for her or him to um, buy the author's books. But how do you do that? Obviously, you could go in and talk to them, but say you don't want to leave the comfort of your home and you just want to put in a recommendation just from your couch. How do you do it? Well, this is um, how it's done at the Jackson District Library. The library, which is my current um, library. But I'm going to show you, we're going to switch over here to Draft2Digital first, just so you know what you're looking at and kind of a little bit about what I'm talking about here. Okay, Draft2Digital is a distributor. It distributes ebooks. Um, out to different stores, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, etc. Um, and Smashwords, Publish Drive, they all do the same. But they also distribute to places that have books available to libraries. One of them is Overdrive. Overdrive is the leading digital distribution platform supplying the industry's largest catalog of ebooks, audiobooks, streaming, video, and periodicals to 38,000 libraries schools and retailers worldwide. Another one is Biblioteca. Biblioteca is dedicated to the development of solutions that help sustain and grow libraries around the world. And Baker and Taylor. Baker and Taylor is a leading distributor of books, video, and music products to libraries, institutions, and retailers. I wanted to point this out because I don't believe all libraries use all three of these. They may have one in particular that they prefer to use. So we're going to come back here to my local library. 
Jackson District Library. And this is their front page. It's pretty much like, I'm sure, your basic library website. And we're going to come up here and say you want to read one of my books. Now, you can do this for any author. And I'm going to type in my name, Connie. search. See if I'm in the library. And I already know I'm not in the Jackson Library and it's telling me here this search returned no results. So I'm going to go back because there's a link I want to click. And we'll go back to the home page. And it's right here at the top. It's called Download and Stream. So I'm going to click on that. And what it's going to do um, once the page opens here it's going to show me different places where books, ebooks, videos, music, whatever can be downloaded. And I can see here that Jackson District Library uses Overdrive, which was one of the ones I just told you about. And we'll go ahead and click on Overdrive. And this will open up a page. Just waiting for it to load. Okay, so the OverDrive page is opening up inside the Jackson District Library. And I'm already signed into my account um, right here. You need your library card to do that and a PIN number typically. So we're going to just go down. And what this is telling me, if you look here, available, that means the library has bought the book. And you can go ahead and borrow it by clicking the borrow link. And then we come down here and then Libby, that's a, a reading app that you can download to your phone. Overdrive used to have the Overdrive app and I think it's still available, but they upgraded, because I already read about this just a little while ago, to Libby, which is their new Overdrive um, ebook reader. And it may do other things. It might play videos and different things too. I didn't get that far into it, but there is a learn more link here and Apple, Android, and Microsoft. You can download it for those. And it has other books here. And we're just going to go back up to the top and we're going to see if my books are in Overdrive, which I know they are. And we're going to take a look and see what Overdrive shows us. Okay, I'm just going to click See All, and I can tell, I can see my books are here. But what they're saying here is not owned. That means the library has not bought them. And so what you can do, so it says not owned, and instead of having a borrow tab down here, it has a recommend tab. And it's telling you this is the ebook. Everybody has two, and that's also another ebook. That's interesting. Anyway, so say you really want to read Haunting of Ender House. It's not in your budget to buy it. Maybe you read a lot of books. I mean, who can afford to buy a book all the time? But yet you want to support the author. You like the author. You want her or, her or him to keep writing. I mean, writing is hard, and it does take a lot of time. So what you would do is click on Recommend. And what you're going to do is recommend this to the librarian to buy. So it's coming up here. 
and recommend this title for purchase. So if I recommend it, I'd be recommending the Jackson District Library to buy this Haunting Up Ender House ebook. It says if we, if, that's the keyword, if we buy this title, you'll be placed on the wait list and emailed when your hold is available. So you put in your email address and then recommend the book. So that's the easy way to do it. You don't even have to leave your home to recommend a book. How long it would take, I do not know. Um, I tested it out over on Raven's Ridge. I'm just going to click it. You can see down here the recommended is a different color. And it says here that I recommended it. I don't know if you're supposed to do that, but I wanted to see how it works. And it is one of my more popular books, so I thought it would be okay just to recommend to the librarian to purchase this book. And if they accept it then and they buy it, then patrons of the library can read it for free and I get paid a little bit of money. So I'm going to put a, a link on my website, a banner of some sort down in my footer, just to keep reminding people that this option is available. And I, I think it's great. I use the library. Um, let me see. I did want to show you. There's different ways that the author gets paid. This probably won't make any difference to the reader, but if there's any writers listening out here, this is draft what Draft2Digital says. It says, what are your library payment options? Draft2Digital utilizes two payment structures simultaneously for ebooks distributed to library systems. The OCOU, which is one copy, one user, and CPC, which is cost per checkout. Both payment structures are turned on for your account by default, and OCOU is required for library distribu distribution and cannot be disabled. And it says, let's take a look at how both work. It says most public libraries lend ebooks just as they lend physical books. Once the book is checked out, it is no longer available for others until it is returned. This checkout practice is referred to as one copy, one user. If a library wants to lend to more than one person at a time, they must purchase each book copy separately, just as they would for physical copies. So for this one, and again, I'm no expert, I'm just going by what I read here. If the library purchases the book, I get paid for that book purchase. And there's another way that libraries, that I can make some money from the library, and it's called Cost Per Checkout, CPC. Um, I don't know if this library uses this model or not. Um, but anyway, what it does is it allows libraries access to the same title for more than one year. Instead of a fixed price, libraries are granted permission to access access to a title and then pay each pay per each loan of the ebook. For each checkout through CPC, the author is paid one tenth the price of a full purchase. However, CPC allows an unlimited number of people to check out a library's ebook at any given time. This allows libraries to take risks on which books to include in their system, which may help expose authors to new readers. Okay, so that's the options. I, I, 
I know that they for sure use a, you, the Jackson Library uses the one-click, one-user version because that's how it seems when I check out a book. That's, you know, one borrow at a time. But anyway, so if you would like an author's book in your library, put in a recommendation, and I suppose you could even go right up to the librarian, her, her or himself, and tell them you would like a certain author, author's books, or a book in the library, um, and maybe they'll purchase it. But that would help out the author and the reader. It, to me, this is a total win-win situation. The reader wins, they get to read a free book, and the author wins because the author gets paid. And I think that was all I wanted to say about libraries. Get your library card. And in the meantime, thank you for listening to my podcast. Don't forget to join me next time when I talk about the latest book news. Until then, you can visit my website, fandfpub.com. There you will find the latest notes. I gotta get this outro a little smoother. There you will find the latest show notes, a place to leave comments or questions, my newsletter, a sign-up form, and everything about me and what I've been up to. This was episode 18 of the Con Myers Author Podcast. Goodbye for now.